Welcome to the Monday Morning Tears Cast, the first, best, and only podcast about the goings-on of the Monday Morning Tears Fantasy Football League. I am your host, Daniel Kite, manager of Vice President Alvin Kamara, and we are here for the quarterfinals playoff bonanza. It's finally here, fantasy playoffs, a time where the most amount of tears finally come dribbling down the faces of our managers. Uh, and this week, we've got as many of the playoff managers as we can get on the podcast. Uh, listeners will know, you'll you'll never guess who doesn't show up. It's really hard to guess. Uh, but we're going to have as many folks as we can on the podcast this week. Uh, and to start off, we've got uh, the king in the castle winning a narrowly uh, this week to take top spot in the league. Hasn't been back since week two. We've got uh, Anal Beer and Kittles uh, manager, uh, Taras Gamanyuk. Taras, how are we feeling this morning? I'm feeling good. Feeling good. Good to be on the cast. Yeah, good to have you back. And uh, along with him is his opponent this week. The uh, I, I don't know if he's a controversial character. He's kind of the, the Joker-esque figure of our league this year. We've got uh, Agent of Chaos manager Chris Nagorski on the line. Chris, how are you doing this morning? I'm good. I like that title. I think I'm going to run with it. I, 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 like, I like the joke of the league more. Oh, getting the <laughs> shit talking started early. I like it. Well, about time you showed up with the shit talking to us. All week I've been hearing about this. So I'm probably going to lose. I'm probably going to lose. So it's about time. No, no, I'll, I'll clear it up on the pod. I feel like Taras, ever since week two we had you on, Taras has just been lying in the cut. He's not really been saying much, just consistently just winning week after week. Uh, and now that he's back, it's time to just hear him set the world on fire. I'm very excited for it. I mean, everyone's been crying tears without me talking, so I, I didn't feel like I needed to fuel the fire anymore. Yeah, because then all, all that tears, all those tears are just putting out the fires as it is already. <laughs> But uh, let's get into it. Let's start talking about how confident we're feeling in our matchups here. I'm going to start with you, Chris. Uh, from 1 to 10, how do you rate your confidence level heading into the matchup this week? Yeah, you know, I'm feeling actually pretty good, except for the fact I'm just waiting to hear the news on James Conner. So that probably hinges my uh, playoff uh, battle here and playoff chances. So, I, you know, I'm going to put myself at a 7 right now. I like it. Yeah, because, I mean, I'm looking at your team and, like, you know, a lot of spicy matchups, I think, going on there. Like, Connor's definitely going to be a linchpin for you. But, uh, you know, Devonta Freeman, decent little matchup against Baltimore. Justin Herbert already kind of wrecked Kansas City once, could do it again. Jalen Waddle going up against the Jets. might. He, he seems poised for, like, a 12-catch, 120-yard game kind of deal. Uh, I think there's some good reason to be uh, confident there. Is there, who, like, out of your lot of who do you think is most likely to just go off? Yeah, I'm hoping uh, Lockett and Waddle. Lockett's been flying under the radar since uh, Wilson came back. He's been getting fed the ball, and I'm hoping for a couple bombs to to him. And then Waddle gets fed, and Gronk does his thing in the end zone. So that's uh, those are kind of the other three uh, people I want to see uh, you know do their thing. Yeah, it's a strong combo. It's it's been really working well for the past weeks for sure. So so Taras, you hear that uh, Chris is at a confidence level of seven here. Um, where are you putting yourself at here? Are you are you gonna supersede that? Is it gonna be just a hard ten? What what do you got? <laughs> uh, I mean, I I put myself in that seven to eight range as well. I'd, I'd be lying if I said I wasn't too confident in my team. Um, 
biggest thing is just some matchups. Najee's got a tough matchup, so hopefully they dump the ball off to him. But if he performs, should be all right. I don't have any major injury issues, knock on wood, um, to deal with right now. So as long as everyone stays healthy, I think I should be all right. I do have a quick story, and th- this is probably the, th- the thing that's knocking my confidence the most, is Chris is my uh, the spur in my heel. Is that the term? But um, I think it was four years ago, Chris, five years ago, where I came into the playoffs. I think it was an undefeated season, flying high. I was confident I was going to destroy the, the playoffs. And I faced the lowly 5-8 and eight team that was Chris. He managed to squeak out a win. So every year I get haunted by that memory. So this is setting up to be the exact same thing. So in terms of confidence, I I think that's that's hitting my confidence the most. It's just that memory of him destroying me in the playoffs Um, after having a five and eight season. He just manages to pull it off. It's fantasy, right? Anything can happen. Dude, you gotta, you gotta, you gotta turn, turn the page. I mean, that was that was so long ago, and you've what? You've got a, like a title or two in between since then. So I, I think you're doing just fine. <laughs> Chris being humble. I love it. This is fun to hear. Chris just living rent free in Taras's brain. It's a. Exactly. This really throws an interesting <laughs> dynamic into the matchup here. Exactly. Two or three championships doesn't even clean that, clean that slate. Like uh, I'm trying to think of the what's the hockey analogy here? I guess like is it like the Penguins going up against the uh, Capitals or something like that? I don't know. But... That's probably that's probably that's probably too even matched to suggest this. It's like the the year that Tampa got swept. Remember they 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 were like right, first right, overall right. by by far and then swept first round. That that's I'll be, that's I'll, the I'll, be the, I'll be the Blue Jackets. I don't mind that. <laughs> you should mind that. Who would want to be the Blue Jackets? <laughs> yeah, that's gross. <laughs> Just, just, just for that purpose only, just to upset. Yeah, fair yeah. enough. All right, well, let's let's briefly turn our attention away from your matchup and let's look at the rest of the league. Uh, Tarasso, I'll go to you first. I'm going to ask you your predictions in one of the matchups this week. So let's uh let's look at the person who finished just below you in the standings. Uh, we've got Paul going up against Kimbert this week. Uh, who do you got in that one? Who do you think is most likely to come out and make it to the semifinals? I mean, the obvious answer is Paul. Um... I've been on the Paul train since the early weeks. I think I was the first one to say, was it week two that I was on the pod? I was the only yeah. one that, that, that endorsed Paul back then. So I'll stick to my guns. I, I've liked his team the entire year. Um, no worries about Lamar Jackson? Uh, I mean, other than that, it seems like they're confident he's coming back. I don't know the severity of I didn't really see the injury. But it seems like they're confident he's, he's coming back. and. Jackson has been throwing better this year, so he has not to fully rely on his legs. Uh, I, I think I think he's stacked team. He should be all right. Yeah. Other than I mean, playing Robinson. Yeah, who's, now that, that, now seems that like Urban's a, finally gone, it'd be interesting to see if he finally gets you know used like the good running back he is. Yeah, yeah. So the, I feel like no one really knows what's going to happen in that situation. But yeah, um, overall, yeah, I, I definitely think Paul uh, should should win this one. Uh, Chris, then let's look at uh, the mid-tier matchup here. We've got uh, Tony going up against John in the 4-5 matchup. Uh, who do you got in that one? This one isn't going to be even close, and Tony is going to destroy John just for the fact that John's team is, in my opinion, awful at this point. 
Um, he was riding the Derrick Henry train for for so long and not addressing the the rest of his team, in my opinion. And that's come back to haunt him a little bit. And I think Tony's, you know, as long as those guys suit up and play, that uh, yeah, he's going to run run the table with him. That's a spicy take because I I I think I actually kind of disagree with you. I think there's a lot of downside to Tony's team, and I guess I've been saying that all year, and he's you know still finished uh, you know in fourth place. But I I will I think obviously Tony has a strong chance to win or even a decent chance to win. But like if I don't know if you've seen some of his performers over the past week, there's a lot of like red flags in there. Dak Prescott hasn't been good for like a long time. Yeah, I think I think he's due for a rebound game here, and then Jones is going to produce. I think uh, Wilson's going to go off a little bit against the Rams for one of his big bounce back games of the year. So Metcalf gets involved, and um, Goddard going to get probably fed a little bit uh, this week, and Jefferson's going to do his thing. So uh, yeah, I don't even uh, don't think it's close. Fair enough. Strong take. So then I'm going to quickly ask you two gents, uh, just because I don't know if I want my feelings hurt that much this morning. Uh, so that leaves us with myself going up against Andre. Uh, Taras, give me like a 30-second hit here. How do you think this matchup is going to go? I actually I love this matchup. This looks like it's going to be an interesting week for you guys. Um, honestly, it's, it's close. I, I don't know. I, I'm, I'm curious how it's going to go. But both of you have guys that can go off. Um, you got a couple of question marks with Cooks and Hawkinson. And who knows if Stevenson's going to get used or not. But I think I slightly favor your team just because of Mara. And I, actually, I don't know. <laughs> it's tough. I keep going back. Hey, this, 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 this is the week your points scored against luck runs out. And uh, Andre comes in, comes in clutch and upsets you. I'm going to say it right here. I'm, you're just going all. Uh, I guess you're not going all upsets because you're saying Tony's going to blow it out. But okay, so you think Andre is just going to explode this week? Yeah, I mean he's got that uh, LA Rams stack, and they're going to you know keep uh, firing on all cylinders. And yeah, you're you're done for, bud. Yeah, it's it's all on that on on how the Rams play. If Rams have a big week, I think you lose, kite. And if I'm being on, I I don't disagree. But the thing that makes me confident is actually the fact that the Rams are playing the Seahawks this week. Cause if you look at like some like the year long fantasy stats, Seattle has some of the best fantasy defenses against both quarterbacks and wide receivers, which is like all of Andre's team. Uh, so that gives me some bit of promise. Obviously it's still like Stafford and Cooper cup. They've been lighting the league on fire, but like in their matchup against Seattle, uh, you know, weren't great. I mean, Cup still had a pretty decent line, seven for ninety-two. But then Stafford only put up something like fifteen points. And I think if that happens again, I I have a hard time seeing uh, Andre beating me, unless like injuries go really really poorly on my side, and like Hawkinson is gone, Josh Allen doesn't start. Uh, I I'm basically waiting for like Friday to see a whole bunch of injury reports to see what the hell is going to happen with my team. Uh, because I mean, it sounds like now that DeAndre Hopkins is fucking out for the year, it sounds like anything can really happen. Yeah, and don't forget about COVID. Oh yeah, I think I, I think I think teams are sandbagging their COVID reports at the, at this point until like Friday and just and then work the entire league is going to get hit with a wave of them and probably every team in the playoffs is going to be affected in some shape or form so that's uh kind of how i feel yeah i yeah. wouldn't be surprised 
it makes me very nervous. I'm curious if, yeah, I'm going to have to start both Patriots running backs. Am I going to have to throw Justin Fields in there? I'm not I'm not feeling great about it. But I think, I think if everyone's healthy, uh, you know, if that's even possible, I actually feel uh, reasonably confident about my matchup. I don't want to get too deep into it because I'm going to be talking to Andre a little bit later in the podcast. So uh, I'll, I'll save my more in-depth thoughts for that. But, uh, okay, so we... We uh, have an, a, a bit of a split here, but definitely Chris more strongly saying that I'm going to lose, uh, which hurts my feelings, and I don't like it. Uh, <laughs> but let's uh, let's start to wrap up here, just uh, because I, we you know want to be conscious of everyone's time here. Um, I'm gonna give you each a sentence to fill in the second half with the blank here, and you can uh, explain it as much as you want. You can just kind of let it sit. Uh, I'll, I'll put it on you. Uh, so Taras, I'll start with you here. Uh, fill in the blank. I will win my matchup if my players don't get COVID. <laughs> I like it often, <laughs> just like just what it is. If if I have all my players, I'm winning. I like it. I I, I think so. Okay, and then maybe try and uh, on the flip side of that, maybe not just saying the opposite of what you said. I will lose my matchup if uh, Pittsburgh shits the bed and puts up two three points. Yeah, that's gonna be the the scary part there. Yeah. Oh, that's what they I might... want for you, for you, Tadasso. You'll say if, if James Conner plays. <laughs> that's a lot of one player right there. Oh, um, one, one player whose ankle is apparently kind of busted. Yeah, and Chase is coming back, isn't he? I think yeah, he's, he's, he's going to, uh, if he plays, he's still going to get the, the goal line work, which he's, you know, lived and died off of the entire year. But uh, I'm just. Man, I'm so butthurt on those last couple plays for Arizona last week, and that the, the what was going on there, and and then resulting in the injury for Connor. So, yeah, that's uh, to answer those questions on my side, Kite. My bad. That's uh, yeah. So I'll I'll go over to you, Chris. Then, so I will win my matchup if James Connor plays and AJ Dillon outshines Aaron Jones. Okay. Yeah, and I think. For for me, the latter seems likely because I've been, you know, looking at the usage the past few weeks. Like Jones, Jones put up 20 points last week, but that was on like eight touches where he didn't really get the ball much. And Dylan was clearly the lead carrier there. You know, if, if some touchdown luck goes the wrong way, like Dylan is definitely looking like the lead back right now. Yeah, I just think that's the way that they're kind of using those two backs right now. I mean, they're putting Jones, uh, you know, in the receiving situations a, a little bit more, and then um, they're just kind of making you know some guys miss with that. But just they're they're monitoring his touches and, and giving the bruiser uh, role to Dylan. So that's uh, kind of how that's playing out. Yeah, and then I will lose my matchup if if Nick Chubb stays away from COVID this week what's going on with the browns you already had covid like a month ago but i think you should be all right if he doesn't get well if he can still test positive yeah within a month i don't know i don't know i I just it's you know there's lots of variants going on and you know things are getting crazy so who knows just ask uh dr kite what what his (laughs) thoughts are I, I am an MD. This is true. Uh, and yes, uh, we all know that. Uh, I don't know. O- Omicron is fucking crazy, man. I don't even know what the hell is happening with that shit. It seems like everyone can get freaking uh, COVID right again. So that's a fun thing to live with. Um, <laughs> but uh, yeah, I mean, Nick, Nick Chubb not having Kareem Hunt out there should be interesting. 
you you might know better than I do, Taras. Like when with Kareem Hunt out, like did Chubb see an uptick in the uh, fantasy scoring, or was he fairly consistent? I know he was injured around the same time as well, but maybe you can fill in that. Yeah, I, I think he was fairly similar. Uh, a lot of the Hunt Hunt roles, the the three three down roles, were taken over by Johnson Dernston Johnson. Yeah. So I think the production was similar. He had a couple of games where he didn't get a touchdown. He has four of eight points. Um, but yeah, I don't. I don't think it's been that drastically different when he's out. They have been throwing to Chubb more often though, which is nice to see. But I, I, I don't think the hunt being out is going to matter. It's just how they use him. Um, I think Mayfield's out, so I have a feeling they're going to stack the box quite often against uh, against Cleveland this game. Case Keenum season, baby. We're here for oh, it. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. You know what You know what they say. When it's December, it's Case Keenum season. I, he, he dropped the full chub comment. I think they interviewed Case Keenum the other day, and he's like, oh, I love having a full chub behind me. I think, I think that – yeah, I, th- I think that was the comment. Probably butchered it, but I, th- I thought it was quite entertaining. I like it. Well, well gentlemen, uh, thank you for being here and giving us your playoff thoughts. Uh, Taras, since you said I would win, you get the official Monday morning Tears Cast seal of approval, uh, and we hope that you win this week. Uh, and Chris, you know it's been a it's a bit you're definitely the league darling right now. Uh, if we if you listen to the podcast from the losers, uh, they're all supporting you this week. Uh, so you, hopefully you can channel that loser energy and uh, you know get a little bit something out of it. Uh, but uh, Taras, good luck this week, and Chris, good luck this week. That's nice of you. I hope all your teams crash and burn. Rude. <laughs> <laughs> this uh, this playoff runs for for those guys in the um, in the bottom half of the, the league. There, it's uh, I, I probably should be there with them, but uh, this one's for you guys. All right, guys. Thanks a lot. And coming up next, we've got our four five matchup. Stick around. Yay! Welcome back, everyone. We're here now to break down the second of four playoff matchups this week. Uh, we have on the line our four seed right now. I'm sorry, we have our, our fifth seed, I believe. Or maybe you can, yes, our fifth seed. We have uh, Obi John Kenobi manager John Carvalho on the line. And uh, unfortunately, I, I know this will be shocking to the rest of the league, um, <laughs> but Tony didn't show up uh, to come to the podcast record. I, I know, please, uh, you know, Rise from your fainting couches, uh, get your fans out, and kind of give yourself some air. But he did not make it to the pod recording, uh, much to our great chagrin. But we are ecstatic to have John here on the line. John, we've made it to the playoffs. How are we feeling right now? Uh, I could feel better going into the week with, I think, a three loss in a row. Team is looking fairly depleted. Uh had to drop all my cash on a running back, which no one ended up bidding on. Uh, that's always a that's always a gut punch when you throw out the yeah. ninety dollars and you see no one else bid on him. That's that that does kind of kick you in the dick a little bit. Yeah, it hurt, but regardless, I needed to win this week, right? Win or go home. So 
Exactly. Uh, we'll so see. let's let's if dive it into it. Off, like, yeah, let's do it. If I was going to, so I've I've asked everyone to kind of give themselves a one to ten in terms of confidence for their matchup this week. Uh, so I I've I'm going to stand in for Tony and kind of give my rating on his team in a little bit. But since you are a guest, let's start with you. Uh, from one to ten, how confident are you in winning your matchup this week, and why? I'm I feeling like a six. I'm gonna okay. I'm gonna be I feel like a six. My team looks very depleted. I'm hoping Henderson can come back. That should give me a, a good you know, good fighting chance if he's there. But uh and potentially Waller as well. But I think if those two guys are back, I should have no problem. If if I know those guys are back, I'm saying my odds of winning is about a ninety percent. I'd give myself a nine out of ten, but as my lineup is currently set. A six out of ten. Yeah, Waller's I think going to be really interesting because uh, you know it, it seems like there's so much uncertainty around his injury and like some of the there's a couple guys I follow on Twitter that are like specifically like sports doctors and stuff and they're even confused at why Waller is still out like they don't seem to understand like the why his injury is so severe so it'll be really interesting to see if he comes back but I you know I like that uh, I think. Tom Brady and the Bucks going up against New Orleans should be a pretty decent matchup for them because that, that defense is injured and kind of struggling a little bit. And then, you know, Hunter Renfro, wide receiver one, uh, was definitely a revelation yeah. for you here. Uh, yeah. So, yeah, I think I, I, I tend to I tend to be on the more optimistic side for you as well. It actually works out nicely since I'll, I'll send in for Tony. I had him at a four. Uh, in terms of confidence rating. So that kind of works out perfectly uh, with your six rating there. Mainly just because, like, I don't know if you've looked at Dak Prescott's lines the past few weeks, but uh, he's been real bad uh, the past oh, yeah. three of the past four weeks. Uh, I was looking it up, and just, like, he's looking really brutal, uh, which is not ideal come playoff time. And especially against the New York Jet Giants defense, that's actually surprisingly good uh, against the pass. So there's there's a lot that I'm worried about there. Like, how how are you feeling about uh, Tony's team? Do you do you, I guess you would kind of match that rating? But uh, is there anyone else on his team that maybe you're a little bit afraid of or that you're not too worried about? Aaron Jones, of course. Like, yeah. you now, know, like, if you look at a stat line week by week. He can win you and or lose you a week. It just really depends. Like I'm not too concerned about Metcalf. Metcalf is hit or miss. Uh, he's usually missing, in my opinion, yeah. like based on what I... he's supposed to be doing. So, but yeah, other than that, Aaron Jones, Jefferson, of course, is always an issue. But you know, I, I think Jefferson, I have to my mind is going to be probably the highest scoring member of his team. Uh, but like you mentioned there, like. Metcalf, you said, is hit or miss. It's an awful lot of miss recently. Ever since Russell went out and, you know, they had that one weird game where, um, what was his name? I, I've already forgotten the backup quarterback's name. He used to play for the Geno Smith. When, when yeah. Geno Smith just, like, locked in on him, he's been, you know, bad. He hasn't gotten any touchdowns, maximum 60 yards and five catches against San Francisco. Like I don't know, uh, he's going to be shadowed by Jalen Ramsey probably this week too. It's I don't think Metcalf is going to have a good game, and Jones, man, like I, he might still be banged up. If it weren't for those two touchdowns last week, like his production doesn't look good. He had eight touches for sixty-five yards, and 
Like that's yeah. that. I don't think he's healthy, and I don't know if he's going to be healthy for next week against Baltimore, like a really physical defense. So I mean, I think there's a lot that can go wrong for Tony here. And now I've I've said that all year, and he's already come to a fourth place finish. So I mean, you know, take what I say for uh, for granted. But uh, man, I I I have a lot more confidence in your team this week than I do in Tony's. Mainly just because I think you have a way higher floor. I think Tony has a way lower floor and high variance, whereas you I think have a pretty steady floor. Yeah, I think so too. But looking at his his lineup. Um... Goddard, like Goddard has been going off recently, basically since Ertz has left. He's really benefited from that. Um, he could be an issue, but at the same time, you know, anyone on any day can be an issue at that position. Um, unless you're like the top three guy, I think it's basically a coin flip as if you're going to go off or if you're just going to stay humbled. So, yeah, like Tony beat me a couple weeks ago um, and it wasn't even close. You know, I think he almost doubled me in points or came fairly, fairly close to doubling me, but uh my concern is really just having Henderson back. If you look at my running backs, you know, throughout the season, I went from Henderson and Henry, which were a great one-two punch. And now I'm... Uh, Devin Singletary and Royce Freeman. Yeah. Just a, a real uh, who's who. Yeah, I'm riding with the running backs that I picked up two weeks prior to the playoffs beginning. One being the one I picked up last night. So, like, my confidence is what it is. It's if I, I just need, I basically need these two guys in particular to outperform what what the what everyone is expecting them to do. And if if they do, I think I'll have no problem. Even if they hit their expectations, I feel like my my wide receivers have a have are going to give me a great fighting chance. So no, I'm not too concerned. Yeah, I think I think you're on the mark there. So let's let's look at the other three matchups from this week, just uh, to get your quick rundown here. So we have uh, Taras going up against Chris's team. We've got Paul going up against Kimbert, and we've got myself going up against Andre. Uh, you know, give yourself you know two three minutes here. Uh, feel free to take on any of those matchups. Give us your 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 bold predictions or just your general predictions. Who do you think is going to come out of these matchups? Well, let's start with the Taras's and uh, Chris's. Uh, seems like it's not going to be a close one. Just looking at everything, I think Taras is going to is going to run away with it. Um, I know Ridley's out now, but for for what is that? Like, what's the what's really the detriment of that? Like Kyle Murray runs a little bit more, and he picks up some more running yard uh, running points. Um, so I don't, I don't think that's a close game. Unfortunately, I think Chris's. Chris's strong run comes to an end, but he made things interesting and to squeak into the playoffs was, was a great feat on its own. So uh, Taras goes on for sure. Um, fa- fairly, fairly confident in that. And then we can jump. I'll leave yours for last, but I think this is where we see the first upset in second worst drafted team. I think he goes home this week. Uh, Lamar Jackson looks banged up already prior to his, his ankle sprain. And now he's going into the week, into the playoffs, not practicing this week. They're not really sure if he's going to play. I think that's it for him. Jackson's not going to put up big points. He doesn't have a solid backup quarterback as well. So I think I think his time has come. Second worst drafted team is going out in the first round. That's that's the upset right here this week. I know he has Jonathan Taylor and he's going to ride with that. However, I don't think, uh, I, I don't really think that I think New England's going to be in a position where they're going to be winning throughout the game. I think their running game might not be as strong for that reason. 
Um, that being said, we know that guy can, he needs about what 10 touches a game and he can get you 150 yards. So, um, but considering that, I think, uh, I think Jonathan Taylor has a quieter night and then everyone else on his team isn't very intimidating. Uh, and I think he goes home. I think he goes home for that reason. Um, and then we can just jump right into your game, which is also, I think is going to be the closest matchup this week and the best matchup in terms of what is going to come from it. Uh, I don't know. I don't know. I, I want to say... I want don't hurt, to say you, can, that, you can hurt my feelings, John. I, I want to say bad. that you're going through. I want, I want to say that you're going to walk through this one. But something about this situation with Kamara and now with Hill back, the fact that he's... I don't know what they're going to do. Like, I, I don't, Hill's not capable of really throwing the football. He's going to have to be running a lot. Kamara's going to have to be running a lot. But are they going to have the, the time against Tampa Bay to just quickly focus on that running game? I'm not sure. But Kamara's Kamara. We saw last week. With, I think he caught. Did he catch one or did he run one in at least? I think he got a TD. He's back on the board. He did, yeah. But, I think he ran yeah. one in. Yeah, so I don't know, man. I, I think your saving grace is that the Rams have a little bit of a COVID issue right now. Stafford, you're playing against Stafford, you're playing against Cup, and you're playing against Jefferson. And they, they seem to have a little bit of an issue. They had to shut down their practicing or practice facilities. So who knows what they're going to look like come Sunday. Um, that's going to be an interesting storyline, especially considering you're playing a guy with three of those players on the ramp. So, Yeah, I, I don't want to go too deep into my thoughts on that, just because I know I'm hopefully going to be chatting uh, with Andre in the near future. Uh, yeah. Just to I look behind the behind the scenes about how the order of the podcast is going. Uh, but at, to Kamara's point, the, the one thing I will say for him is that they, they were able to win in Tampa Bay and he put up a big game with Trevor Simeon behind there. And I would argue he can barely throw the ball. Uh, and the fact that I know it's going to be a worry that Taysom Hill is going to keep vulturing those touchdowns because he, he's got another two running touchdowns last week. Um, but I, I do still have faith in Kamara having a big game here. I think uh, they, they, the, the Saints like to come out for these divisional matchups. So I'm, I'm tentatively feeling good about Alvin Kamara. But uh, okay, so it sounds like you've got you've got uh, Andre, you've got Taras, and you've got Kimbert going through a couple upsets, and then including yourself too. You're going it's spicy with you this week. I like it. You know, I don't I don't think Andre's going to beat you. I, I think he'll go out. I, I just think oh. it's going to be a re- I think it's going to be a really close game. Like you're you're when you finish third place, he's a sixth seed. It's not really looking at or what I'm projecting. It doesn't really look like a three versus six seed game. It's going to be a lot closer than that, um, and yeah, I think I think that's going to be a cool. I, I think it's a coin toss. I think I think it's I think it's a coin toss at this point, but I, I still have you going up with a fifty-one percent chance. I would say. All right, I appreciate that. I, I like that you can you give me at least the one percent bump on the pod. I I, yeah, I know behind just, closed just doors you're talking shit, John. Yeah. I know it. Oh uh, no no no! Those talking shit days. That's for week six, man. This is this is playoff time. Now I'm only going to talk shit once. Uh, Second worst drafted team gets the gets a bounce, and I'm in the into the semifinals. So I, I love it. No bulletin board material at all. That's great. <laughs> um, well, let's let's close out your section here. So I'm just gonna give you the first half of a couple sentences, and then you just finish them off. Don't feel it. You can explain <laughs> as much as you feel like you want. 
you don't okay. you can also choose to not explain you know it's it's completely up to you how you want to respond here so okay. uh, your first sentence the first half sentence i will win my matchup if if henderson is back okay and then i will lose my matchup if <laughs> i want to say if henderson is out i think it i think it's going to ride on that so you think it just it like I think it's a matter of Henderson. I think it's a matter of Henderson. I think like I'm saying the the ball is in my team's court. Tony, I'm not going to lose because of Tony's team. I'm going to lose because my team isn't what it should have been at this point in the season. Yeah. So, so for 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 Tony's team what I wrote down for him is I wrote I will win my matchup if Dak Prescott has a good game because he's just been so inconsistent recently. Yeah. And then I wrote, I will lose my matchup if Dallas Goddard doesn't score a touchdown. Because I think he really is relying on Goddard's production right now. And it's looking like it might even be Gardner Minshew back in there who targeted the hell out of him uh, against the Jets. Yeah, that could go well for him. Yeah, good point. But uh, you know what? We'll leave it at that. John, I appreciate you coming on. And since you uh, actually made it to the podcast, you get the official uh, stamp of approval from the Monday Morning Tears cast. We're gunning for you this week. And uh, hoping that you have uh, a lot of playoff success. Well, uh, yeah, yeah we're hoping for the best. I'll talk to you next week when we we're talking about semifinals. There we go. I'm looking forward to that. <laughs> all right. Thanks, John. Let me just mute all notifications so you don't get that. Welcome. Shut up. Radio silence. <laughs> fucking kick your ass. I'm going to fly back to Toronto and kick your ass. Yeah, right. Welcome back, folks. We are here now breaking down the third matchup of the week. We have with us on the line right now uh, number two manager, the second worst drafted team, Paul V. Paul, how are you doing today? I'm good. I'm good. And then we've also got on the line our seventh ranked team, Bag of Mixin manager, Kimbert Quesada. Kimbert, how are you feeling today? What up, y'all? So let's dive right into it. We're going to talk about confidence going into this week's matchups here. Uh, so we'll start with Kimbert, since you've got, you've got uh, Austin Eckler and Mike Williams going into this game tonight. We're recording this Thursday morning. Uh, Kimbert, 1-10, to 10, what's your confidence level for your team going into uh, this week's first round playoff matchup? I'd say probably a 4. Um, I'd like to realistically... I'd like to like like it to be higher, but realistically speaking, Paul's team has been nothing but great this season. But um, I'm hoping Lamar Jackson stays injured. Yeah, but I mean, you've got some bright spots on your team. I think, like, I think Joe Mixon with a banged up Denver defense could have a pretty big game. Uh, you know, DJ Moore is playing Buffalo, which was a bad matchup for a few weeks there. But without Tre'Davious White back there, it seems like they're uh, a little bit more susceptible on defense there. And, uh, you know, Zach Ertz is playing the Lions, and the Lions fucking suck. Uh, so, I mean, I think, there's a, I think there's some hope for you to have there. Yeah, I'm surprised, like, the um, predictions are as high as they are. Um, but, yeah, like, Buffalo is definitely not what they once were this season. So I'm hoping to cash in on that. Um, Zach Ertz didn't really have a good game last time, but, uh, I mean, again, it's Detroit, so whatever. They'll be without Hopkins now, so I mean, he'll he might be uh, in line to get some more targets. That's true. Yeah, I mean, I think I think he well, Hopkins wasn't uh, playing when he got me like that uh, twenty points or something. So yeah, I maybe mean, there you go. Maybe. That's uh, yeah. you know an opportunity for you. 
Yeah, I'm, I'm still undecided about the defense. Probably going to lean towards Miami. How are you undecided? Of course you have to play Miami. What are you talking about? Yeah, I, I definitely don't want to play uh, my uh, my quarterback and my own defense against each other. So that's what I'm probably going to work with. Yeah, and like the Miami defense has been low key, kind of like fire uh, recently, and yeah, they're playing the honestly, Jets. Really, really good pickup off the waiver wire, or like the free agency for me. I think surprisingly pretty good defense. I mean, they are playing New York too, like the, the Jets. So eh. yeah, exactly. So I mean, um, reasons for optimism there, but okay, you're you're a a slightly pessimistic four there. Paul, what about yourself? One to ten, how confident are you feeling going into uh, this round's uh, action? I'm going to go like seven and a quarter. 7.25. Very precise. Yeah. I like it. Seven and a quarter. Break that down for us. Um, well, here's the thing. Just like Kimber was saying, um, I don't know about the stats of Lamar. And even if he does play... Um, I don't know what he's going to be doing. I, I doubt he's going to be running much for yards, so he's going to keep throwing. Um, and honestly, to be honest, I don't know if that's going to be very good for him or not. So that's why I picked up Jimmy G on the wire. Maybe I might start him instead. I'm not too sure. Um, aside from that, yeah, I'm, I'm pretty happy that Robinson might, I mean, with the new coach coming in, whoever it may be, I don't know. who Did, did they find out who the new coach was? Uh, they've got their defensive coordinator is going to be the interim coach for the rest of the year, Daryl Bevel. So you're saying that my offense is going to be controlled by a defensive coach? Well, I think Bevel did head coach for a while. I can't remember where it was, but he was a head coach. I mean, he wasn't a very successful head coach, Uh-oh. but I think I think he did favor the run game. I'm not going to lie. I'm just hoping that he utilizes uh, Robinson way better than um, whatever his face did. Urban Meyer. Yeah, so hopefully, um, yeah, I mean, last game was terrible. They got shut out, uh, I think it was like 20 to zip. And then Robinson had like six carries for four yards. Yeah, that was terrible, man. But, uh, yeah, I'm I, I'm pretty confident because, you know, I have Taylor that's on the hot streak right now. So, you know, as long as he keeps doing his thing, um, I'm confident that way. But then, you know, like Kimberly's got Eckler and uh, Mixon. Uh, those are game-changer guys, too, you know what I mean? So I, I believe Eckler and Mixon are, what, the second and third running back right now in the league? Something like that, yeah. And then facing Taylor, which is the number one running back, it, it, it should be in for a good matchup. I, I think this matchup is going to be really good. Any any concern about uh, Jonathan Taylor going up against a really strong running defense uh, against uh, New England? I mean, didn't he shred, like, Buffalo for, like, 50 points? Yeah, but Buffalo hasn't been a strong run defense this year. I mean, maybe that's uh, Jonathan Taylor kind of pushing their rankings down a bit, but they they haven't been uh, great against the run overall. I mean, maybe you know, there's um, there's a little bit of worry, but like I just have a lot of confidence in my guy that he'll find a way to, you know, maybe just punch in like a like a couple five yard TDs, you know. So I'll be all right, I think. All I know is that I'm looking forward to the long game of my trade playing out where Jamar Chase and James Robinson combine for five points this week. And everyone, it's just going to make me look like a genius. I'm really looking forward to that this week. Uh, <laughs> I hope they don't combine for five points, brother. I'm telling you right now. Oh, it's going to make me feel... It's just, it's just going to be sweet vindication. It's going to feel great. Uh, any any thoughts about playing Chubba Hubbard this week? Like, I, I, I mean, 
depending on the situation with James Robinson, do you think uh, he could spell in there decently, or are you feeling like uh, you're going to ride the Robinson wave and see what happens? See, with the thing with the Hubbard is like I don't even know the status of like 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 Cam's Cam got benched last game too, right? Danny. Yep. Yeah, so like I mean, if Cam plays and he plays well, he'll be running a lot. I don't know if Hubbard's gonna keep running that much. If Cam gets benched, you know Hubbard, you know might step in there and start running. But at the same time, it's like his matchup for the next four weeks. I mean, Tampa Bay twice, Buffalo next week. Um, I don't really, I don't, I don't think those are really great matchups for him. So I'm not too sure if I'm gonna start him over Robinson because Robinson's playing Houston this week, right? So. Uh, I, I I might have to stay with Robinson, yeah. And then Josh Jacobs with Kenyon Drake being out for the season, I think he'll be the guy there too as well. So I don't know if I'm going to start Hubbard. Yeah, I'm curious if Josh Jacobs kind of shows up as maybe a, a playoff MVP here, just taking on that workhorse role and just just steamrolling over like week after week. That could be something interesting to look at. But uh, let's yeah. switch away from thinking about your matchups. And uh, I'm going to ask you guys your thoughts on some of the other matchups that are happening this week. So I'm going to go to Kimbert first. Kimbert, I want you to speak on uh, the Taras Chris matchup there. Like, who do you have in that matchup? Who do you think is likely to make it to the next round? Well, first off, I'd like to say that uh, I noticed that Paul's already talking about the, the other matchups two or three weeks from now. So I think he's a lot more confident than he's letting off. All right, all right. I like it. Yeah, no more, no more humility from Paul now that he's in the playoffs. No, no more. See that he's he's already talking about the week after and the yeah so so I'd say he's much more confident than seven and a quarter but um <laughs> with Chris and uh, Taras honestly like Chris I don't know how the fuck you pulled this off but man good for you getting it getting back into the playoffs and whatnot I kind of have a stake in both of these games just because they do have the quarterbacks that's uh, playing in my team as well. So I need Kyler Murray to do well, obviously, for Ertz, and Justin Herbert, because obviously have two Chargers players. Um, but, uh, yeah, I mean, like I think Taras definitely has a lot of uh, the edge on this one. I mean, his running back situation is much better than I think than, uh, than Chris's. Yeah. I don't know about you. Um, yeah, I mean, it's hard to really favor Chris in this matchup just because of the like the ceiling for Taras is so high and the floor is so high. There there mm-hmm. isn't really a bad matchup on his squad. Like every one of his players is kind of in a at the very least a neutral uh game yeah. matchup and many of his players have like strong matchups. Uh I wouldn't be shocked to see Taras put up like 150 this week. Uh I think and I think Chris will put up a valiant effort, but I think Taras is just going to overwhelm him. Yeah, like I'm like all respect to Chris, like, I'm not too confident about his running back, especially with uh, A.J. Dillon, just because, like, he is getting a lot more snaps and definitely a lot more um, involved in the game, but I think um, I think that, like, Green Bay is kind of circling back to Aaron Rodgers and throwing dimes out there. Yeah. Fair yeah so um, so that, that's probably not going to bode well for him, but I mean, like, like, I think a strong running game is definitely going to complement passing game on their part but yeah exactly no i i see that 100 percent. yeah like dylan's it's it's a crapshoot because i mean last week eight aaron jones gets two touchdowns and mm-hmm. but aaron, aj dylan gets most of the work it'll it'll be curious to see how that plays out uh, as they're going up against baltimore who you know their secondary is actually kind of depleted a little bit so it might mean 
a lot of workhorse role for uh, AJ Dillon out there. But yeah, we'll have to look ahead and see about that. But uh, Paul, Paul, I want to get to you because I feel like you and John have had a, a little bit of a spat going on recently. So I wanted to uh, give you the floor to talk about the John and Tony matchup. Tell me about your thoughts on that and who you think is going to emerge victorious. Um, <laughs> uh, that matchup, I I mean, it all depends. You have so many tags. Uh, give me one second here, guys. Hold on. You're going to have to edit this out, yo. I'm, I'm gonna, I have to talk to someone right now. Hold on. We're Hold leaving on, it all in. No, no, I'm good. Okay. Why did I steal the sign? Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> I noticed it. I figured you were maybe waiting for your... I have to wait. You had to come back in. So I, I got to get the car clean in a bit. So I'll need to sign back where I just tell them. Yeah. Oh, so you haven't been for the... No, not yet. Not yet. Fine. Keep it in there. Thanks, bro. <laughs> nah, you're definitely going to cut that shit out. Okay, so... Shout, shout out... What's, what's, the name of, what's the name of the uh, car wash? Shout out to Auto Spa over at Ninth Line and Eglinton. If you need your car clean right now, in and out services at $45 minimum. Uh, is this sponsored content now? I was gonna say that's, that's, <laughs> new, that's our our newest sponsor. Now after after CSIS, they are our newest sponsor. Okay, sorry about that, guys. Say it, continue on. Um, I think Tony um has a really good chance of winning that matchup, but he's got a lot of questionable tags right now on his team. Um, I'm unsure about the status, and he's got really a lot of iffy guys there. Like, I mean, I don't know what Metcalf is gonna drop. Like, you know, this season he's just been so up and down. And um, Justin Jefferson, you know he's going to be good. It's just that, like, you know, me and John just have this thing with each other right now that I just I, I don't want him to win, you know. But he does have a really good chance of winning, too, as well, because he's got Mike Evans there. Um, you know, I mean, Singletary is pretty trash, so I don't I, – you know, I think he's irrelevant. Um, Steven, I don't know how he's going to do when he comes back. But uh, and Brady's got Brady as well, but you know Tony's got Prescott. So honestly, if I were to say who I want to win, would be Tony. But like, it, this could either go either way. I think. I think like as the week progresses and like as the first matchup start, that uh, projection rate's gonna come down to like maybe like one or two points off from each other. Yeah, that wouldn't surprise me. Just because like, I, again, I I, sh- I think the projections will probably maintain. But like, my thing is. I don't. I've. I've. I feel bad because I've mentioned this in my the earlier conversations, but uh, I feel like Tony's matchup. Like I think there's just a lot of variance there where this could be a real floor week for Tony, and I think that John might have enough. I think this is going to be like an angry one. This is going to be the matchup that makes the league angry, where I think John will squeak out like a 75 to 60 win. Oh my God! That's... Putting up tri- triple digits, and I think <laughs> it's going to make a lot of us angry. Yeah, a thousand percent. About that, John's running back situation is not that great unless he sub out um, Freeman. Yeah, I mean Freeman might is probably going to get more of the workload because I think he's kind of like last person standing out there in Houston. And granted, they are playing a uh, Jacksonville team that is going to be you know a bit shambolic right now. But if Henderson's back, that's a huge boost to uh, his team. Yeah, he's still listed as unavailable for COVID, right? So. Yeah, but you know, he tests and be available for week fifteen. You know, it's uh, it, I mean, he's been unavailable the past two weeks, so I'd be surprised if he wasn't available this week. But I guess we'll see. Power to you, John. But no. <laughs> then I'm gonna ask both of y'all real quick here, just to kind of wrap up this section here. Uh, Paul, give us like thirty seconds here. Um, do I win my matchup this week? Why or why not? 
Uh, let's see here. Who are you playing? I'm, I'm playing Andre. You're <laughs> <laughs> you're playing Andre. Um, I'm gonna say, yeah. I I I mean, I want you to win a thousand percent. I mean, you got Kamara that's coming back. Kamara had a really good week last week, so I think you're gonna he's gonna do well again. Um, and the guy gave you digs. You know, hopefully he works out for you. You know, it's kind of funny how, like, you were so worse on the guys that you gave me, and I'm trying to boost you up with digs right here. And, um... That's because you're just a classier person than I am. <laughs> aside from that, um... No, yeah, no, I think you might pull this match out. Um, you're going to have to take... Definitely going to have to find another TE. I don't know if you have one, to be honest with you, but... I've, uh, I'm, I'm, wait, I'm, I'm lying in the cut waiting for someone to open up on waivers. Okay, okay. And then aside from that, um... Yeah, you know how we all feel about Andre. Um, <laughs> yeah, I mean, you Cooper Cup. Hate him, baby. Yeah, Cooper Cup. I mean, Jefferson's really good, too. It's going to be a really good matchup, I feel like. Um, I feel like his uh, his X-Factor is probably going to be Gibson's got to snap. Yeah, Gibson, I mean, yeah, Gibson's got going to be the one to either win him or lose him this matchup. Kimber, what do you think about that? Are, are you uh, about the same confidence level, or are you feeling a bit stronger one way or the other? I mean, like everyone else, I don't want Andre to win. I, I love it. There's, if, there's, if there's only one constant in this league, it's that we all don't want Andre to win. Pretty much, yes. So, yeah. Yeah, I'm still confident in your team, regardless of uh, Andre's prediction. Because, I mean, like, but you got to do something definitely, like Paul said, like about that tight end situation. And <laughs> who's laughing now with all tight ends, Kite? Yeah, I know, right? Yeah, that's what I thought. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Makes me. I'm just thinking about that Simpsons episode. He's like, you know what they say about a man with two wives? I think you mean a man with two knives. I mean, yeah, yeah this is pretty great. That's exactly where I am. Um, but yeah, I mean, uh, Kamara is definitely like is definitely might 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 show up. But you know, Tampa Bay's defense is not that. Um, they haven't been great this season at all, right? Yeah, they've they've really yeah. struggled. I think because they had a lot of injuries on the secondary, which has started to get better. But uh, Kamara was able to kind of go off on them when uh, Trevor Semyon was behind there and was still able to kind of work horses way into a, a pretty solid game. So I'm hoping maybe he'll be able to do the same and Taysom Hill won't vulture the same amount of touchdowns. But uh, yeah, we'll have to wait and see about that. I, I don't know about your quarterback, though, because I mean, like Josh Allen is much as good as he's been. They've obviously been on like this, like, I don't know how to say it, but they've been, they've been on a slide like they just keep sliding down week after week, and they're, now their postseason's kind of also in jeopardy. See, my my thing with Josh Allen is that the struggles seem to be because uh, the pass protection just hasn't been holding up, like the O-line's been failing him, and I yep. need to check out the numbers, but like I don't feel like Carolina has like a really terrifying pass rush. So mm, I, I get a feeling that, that, like, I know they've been really good in coverage, and apparently they've been... Uh, I'm, I'm looking at some stats now, and it looks like they've actually been very good against quarterbacks this week, so maybe I, I am a little bit more nervous, but I don't know if they've faced many great quarterbacks this year. I don't know. I'm I'm still cautiously optimistic, but there's definitely uh, room for some doubt there. So I just want to start wrapping us up here, just because uh, in the interest of both of your times here. Uh, Kimbert, I'm going to go to you first, since you're the underdog here. Kimbert, fill in the blank here. Uh, you can speak on it as much as you want, or you can just finish the sentence. It's up to you. Uh, but fill in the blank. I will win my matchup this week if... Russell Wilson manages to play a decent game after all these weeks. 
my my running backs do well like they normally would, as well as Melvin Gordon coming in clutch for me like he's been the last few weeks. So all yeah. right, a bit of a bit of a run on sentence, but I'll take it. Uh, sure. And and then I will lose my matchup this week if if Lamar Jackson plays. You just think if Lamar Jackson plays, you're losing. <laughs> Probably. Damn, man, that's come on. You you're really not confident then. Come on. No. Man, I got I got some bad news for you. Lamar is almost definitely playing. Jeez. All right, fair enough. All right, uh, Paul, let's go to you. I will win my matchup this week if um if I score more points than Kimbert. Um, secondly, Thanks, John Madden. <laughs> No, um, I'll win my matchup if uh, I'll win more matchup if uh, Jamar Chase gets a TD and James Robinson gets a TD. Okay, and then I will lose my matchup this week if Noah Fant does not catch a TD. Ooh, so you're 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 feeling that reliant on Noah Fant, eh? Yeah, I mean, yo, he's honestly because I, I I don't have confidence in him right now, but it's either between him or Jared Cook, and like. I don't really have confidence in any of them. That's why I had Cook earlier in the season. I dropped them. But, I mean, there's not enough, a lot of TEs right now in the league that are, I mean, are even available, you know? So, yeah, that's that's my guy. I need I need him to put in some numbers this week for me. Fair enough. All right, gentlemen, uh, I'll wish you the best of luck this week. Uh, I will say, Paul, I'm going to give you the mor- Monday Morning Tears cast official stamp of approval for this week just because... Uh, a win for you is I'm still considering a win for me. Uh, so <laughs> I'm I'm still putting my horses on you and, and want you to win this. But uh, at the same time, best of luck to both of you. Uh, Kimbert, any, any final words? I, I didn't appreciate what you just said. Yeah, I understand that. <laughs> Before you check out, though, I want to give a shout out to all my listeners out there. You know what I mean? Oscar Chavez, you know, uh, Jason Foster. And uh, Andrew Andrade, you know, I got some regulars listening to your podcast right now. Andrew Kite. Oh, oh, one more you thing. Uh, win or lose, I'm glad I beat Andre last week. So, yeah, that was that was your Super Bowl last week. That was my and Super Bowl. You know what? I love it, folks. Keep keep spreading the podcast around. Shout <laughs> out to the shout out to the real Gators out there. Uh, you know, that's that's how we do uh, on this podcast. We try and keep it legit. Uh, but I, it is, I love the fact that there are people that are not in our league that are listening to this podcast. Shout out to my Russian friends, Sergey and Dasha, if they're listening there too. But, uh, otherwise folks, we're going to move on to the final matchup of the week, which is myself and Andre Sedik. Uh, you may hear from Andre. We haven't quite confirmed yet. So listen up and we'll find out. All right, welcome back, everybody. We're here now for the fourth and final matchup of the week, breaking down myself, Vice President Kamar Harris, versus Andre Sedik's team, Mooney. And uh, the thing about this is that uh, Andre was once again not able to come on the podcast. So uh, I'm not going to waste any time trying to uh, talk about his team and give him you know, a side of the story here. Uh, this is just going to be me kind of soloing it up and breaking down the matchup here. So I will say now I'm recording this, uh, you know, your guys Thursday afternoon uh, after the TJ Hawkinson news has just broken, uh, which uh, has kind of dampened my spirits a little bit. It's not as if TJ was really all that great and uh, his playoff schedule outside of Seattle wasn't uh, really looking good, but uh 
you know, it's it's a bit of a loss. He's he'd been kind of uh, for the past few weeks actually putting up pretty consistent, you know, high single digits, low double digits numbers, which makes me a little bit upset. But uh, you know, I'm I'm thinking there's a couple guys on waivers I should be okay with. So in terms of my confidence level going into this matchup, uh, I'm gonna put myself at a solid. I'm gonna I'm gonna be bold here and say I'm at a solid seven which I think is going to be shocking to many folks listening here. Uh, and it's not even necessarily about my team and my guys going off, but I actually have some serious doubts about Andre's team and Andre's matchups this week. Uh, so, you know, with just to break down my side of the equation, I still think Josh Allen will have a halfway decent game. I think Buffalo is now kind of in panic mode and is kind of fighting for playoff seeding. And I get the sense that they're going to need to kind of put out their best game. And Josh Allen is probably going to be involved in that. Uh, so I would anticipate uh, a big game from Allen and potentially even from Diggs as well. I know they've got some strong pass defense out there. But I think uh, just in terms of volume and the amount of work that they're going to get, I can see them still having pretty decent games. Uh, Kamara, I think, will have a decent game against Tampa Bay. Uh, hopefully will at least meet expectations, maybe a little bit below uh, just with Taysom Hill potentially vulturing some touchdowns. But I, I like Kamara still this week. And uh, David Montgomery, you know, we just saw Najee Harris kind of go off against the Minnesota defense. And Minnesota's D has really kind of packed it up this week. So I'm hopeful that Montgomery might be able to put up, a, you know, a 20 spot in there. And then uh, Brandon Cooks is going against a completely depleted uh, Jacksonville team that, you know, granted Urban Meyer is gone now. So that might be a boost to the team. But it may also just be a team that's in transition that doesn't have much going on. So uh, who knows about that one? And then in flex, I mean, Christ, I, you know, I, it's a rotation between Pollard and the two New England running backs and Michelle right now, just kind of waiting as long as I possibly can before I have to lock someone in there. Uh, and I'm hoping to ride Casey's D. You know, I love riding D. It's uh, something I'm really known for. Uh, and I love Casey's D. Uh, they, they've been putting up huge points last week. You know, they're, they're causing a ton of turnovers and I, you know, this is an important game, divisional matchup, making sure they want to make sure they have that number one seed. Um, I'm hoping they keep riding that. I'm hoping they're able to keep that good form going and shut down Justin Herbert, which is, is a tall task. And they, they were unsuccessful doing that earlier in the year. But uh, this defense is clearly different than the one we saw the first kind of six weeks of the year. So I'm, I'm hopeful on that front. And so then when I look at Andre's team, uh, I mentioned this earlier in the podcast, but my big kind of hope is that Seattle's defense shows up at home. You know, they're not going to make the soup. They're not going to make the playoffs very likely. So I'm hoping Seattle kind of treats this game like it's Super Bowl and just pulls out all the stops to shut down the Rams' uh, offense. And I think it's a, a very viable possibility. Uh, they've The Seattle Seahawks' pass defense has been consistently good from a fantasy perspective this year. Uh, they, they kept Matt Stafford in check for the most part and limited Cooper Cup just to kind of catches and yards and no touchdowns uh, when they played earlier in the year. And I feel relatively confident they can do that again. Uh, you know, Kyle Pitts is going to be Kyle Pitts. Uh, you know, that I don't think I have much concern with the Atlanta offense. And uh, Antonio Gibson is going up against a fairly tough run defense out there in Philadelphia. And I think, you know, I, I just, I, it would be karma 
to have Antonio Gibson blow up and have, you know, another kind of 20-point game this week. But I feel it's more likely that we see kind of more like Dallas. We see him put up kind of a single-digit performance. So I feel pretty good on that front. Elijah Mitchell is kind of an X-factor for me. Uh, it's unclear whether he will play this week. And if he doesn't play, I think that is going to make uh, my life a lot easier and give me a much stronger chance of winning this week because otherwise it's Samaje P. Ryan or, you know, Hilliard over on the Titans. Uh, no no real great options there for Andre to replace him. Uh, so I'm feeling, I'm feeling pretty decent. I don't feel super... I think... I, all this said now, all Andre's matchups are going to go perfectly and he's going to blow me out of the water. But uh, I think just I think just situationally, uh, if it was a different week, I think Andre would have a pretty good chance against me. But I, I just dislike his matchups this week, and I think it will lead me to victory. So with that in mind, uh, my, the, I think I've mentioned at the end of every segment who the Monday Morning Tears cast gives its seal of approval to. But just to recap again, uh, the Monday Morning Tears cast believes that uh, Taras is going to win. They believe that John is going to win. And they believe that Paul is going to win. So right now we're predicting no upsets. We're, we're going chalk here, uh, which is dangerous. But, uh, you know, to me, strikes me. Oh, no, I guess the one upset would be John. John would technically be an upset. So, okay, we, we fit one in there. That means uh, the other three of us can win. So I'll take that. And uh, for myself, just to kind of wrap it up, I'll, I'll do the fill in the blanks for myself here too. Uh, I will win my matchup if Alvin Kamara scores two touchdowns, which again, you know, I think uh, is obvious. You know, you think of a player scoring two touchdowns. Uh, yeah, no shit, of course. But I think a, a big Alvin Kamara performance is going to be really important to my uh, matchup this week. And again, two two touchdowns doesn't seem entirely likely, but I think it's possible. And I will lose my matchup this week if Josh Allen's ankle is worse than we think it is. Uh, because if he's really limited and Carolina's defense shows up, then uh, that's two guys on my roster that kind of get fucked with uh, Diggs likely being a uh, you know uh, being downgraded because of that. And from Andre's perspective, um, speaking as Andre, I will win my matchup if uh, Elijah Mitchell goes off against the Falcons. I'll leave it at that uh, because, I mean, uh, Falcons, not a strong defense. And Elijah Mitchell, if he's playing and healthy, uh, could have himself a really strong game and give himself a boost. And I will lose my matchup this week if uh, the Rams eat a dick, <laughs> quite frankly. If, uh, like I said before, if, if Seattle shows up and treats this as their Super Bowl, then uh, it's I think it's game over for Andre. He's just so dependent on that Rams offense, which has been reliable for a while here. But uh, I think the Rams are due here uh, for a bit of a letdown game. So I'll leave it at that, folks. That has been your quarterfinal playoff bonanza. We'll be back here next week with all the winners breaking down the uh, semifinals. Hopefully, I will be in a chipper mood, uh, recanting the uh, great moments of my victory. Uh, but regardless, I'll be here. And until that time, keep crying. <laughs>